Sota daf lamed. We were last discussing how Rabbi Yossi said that a revi'iba kodesh is pasul. That means if, a, if something touched something that is a third level tum'ah by, by kodesh, it is pasul, means it becomes tameh, but it cannot make something else tameh. And he learns it out of Kalva Homer from someone who did not give his korbanot yet. Rabbi Yohanan didn't understand where Rabbi Yossi was coming from. He asked a question, he brought a braita. Rav Papa said, uh, what kind of question is that? Maybe Rav uh, doesn't hold uh, like Rabbanan, maybe he holds like uh, Abba Shaul. And we said that can't be, for sure he holds like Rabbanan. And Rav Yohanan's question still stood. And with that, we're going to start Lamed Amudale, five lines in, in the middle of the line, which says, Amar Ravasi, Amar Rav. Ravasi said in the name of Rav, Amar Amar Abba ben Isi, Amar Rav. Some say it was Rabba, the son of Isi, who said in the name of Rav. Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Eliezer. These five rabbis, they all hold that when it comes to Hulin, a sheni doesn't become shlishi, meaning the furthest it goes is a second level tum'ah. So therefore, if something is on second level of tum'ah and something touches it, it doesn't become tamit. So now, Rabbi Meir, the Tanan, how do we know Rabbi Meir holds that uh, the furthest uh, tum'ah in Hulin is level 2? The Tan, it says in the Mishnah, anything that needs to go to the mikveh midrabanan, for example, if someone went into a pool of water, he went into a cave of water, Hachamim were gozer, that he is tameh, and therefore he has to go into mikveh again. So, or I'll give you an example. If someone ate half of pras of something tameh, midrabanan, he has to go into the mikveh. In those two cases... He is Tameh Midrabanan, but they made him on a second level Tum'ah. He's a Shani. Therefore, when it comes to Kodesh, Metameta Kodesh, he makes the third, uh, the, he makes something, uh, when it comes to Kodesh, he makes uh, anything that touches it Tameh, which means it is itself a Tameh, it can make a fourth level Tum'ah. Uposelata Truma, and if it, in the case of Truma, if anything touches it, that becomes Tameh, but it doesn't make other things uh, Tameh. Umutar b'chulin, he's allowed to eat even chulin, ma'aser, or if ma'aser sheni touched him, that's all okay. B'chachamim, osrim b'ma'aser, chachamim are a little bit more stringent when it comes to ma'aser sheni. They don't allow to eat, but you're allowed to touch. By Hulin, you for sure allowed to eat. But bottom line is you see, by Hulin, the furthest it goes is level 2. Next, Yavribiyosi, Hade Amaran, we said over here before that Kodesh is Pasul, the Im because if he held that, let's say there's a Shelishi in Hulin, then Truma, then he would have to add a level by Truma and say it's number four, and then Vahamishi Kodesh, he would have to add another level on top of that by Kodesh, and it would be level five. But he didn't say that, he just started right away. How do we know level four by Kodesh? Okay, so we know that from him, that uh, by ter, uh, just uh, if we're working backwards, if there's a 4 by Kodesh, there's a 3 by Truma, and there's a 2 by Hulin, that's the furthest it goes. Now, number 3 is Rabbi Yoshua. Ditanan, Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Ha'ochel Ochel Rishon, if someone eats a half a pras of food from food that is Rishon Tum'ah, 
his body becomes a Rishon Midrabanan Sheni. And if you eat uh, something that is level two, he becomes a Sheni. Sheli Ishi, Sheli Ishi. Good. That's Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yeshua Omer. Ha'ochel, ochel Rishon, ve'ochel Sheni. If someone eats something that's a level one, level two, he becomes a Sheni, a level two. He ate Sheli Ishi. If he ate a level three, then his body, if sheni ba kodesh, then it's a level two, and if it's kodesh, ve'en sheni betruba, but not level two by truma. Meaning, if he touches the ruma, he's not posel it, right? And again, what is this talking about according to Rabbi Yeshua? Behulin shena'asu al taharat teruma. We're talking about hulin that were done on the level of teruma. Now, what does that mean? A Kohen, he's working with his Hulin, but he wants to keep it on a certain level of Tahara, Kedusha. He wants to go to Mikveh before touching, making sure he didn't touch anything else. And it, it, even though it's just Hulin, he's treating it on the level of Teruma. Now, what are we understanding? in when you're dealing with Hulin and you're treating it on a high level, then the furthest it goes is level two. But if you're treating the Hulin on the level of Kodesh, that, uh, that there's no Shelishi because no one does that. People don't treat their Hulin on the level of Kodesh. Now, bottom line is, from the fact that we said a Shelishi makes a Sheni by Kodesh, but not a Sheni by Truma, because it's too far-fetched to say something like that by Truma. Bottom line is, what are we learning? That... Rabbi Yoshua holds in Shani Beholin in regular holding, when you're not uh, doing any extra stringencies, the furthest it goes is the Shani doesn't make a Shelishi. It's only if you're treating it with a certain Tahara, okay. But but in general, the furthest it goes is level two. Next, Rabbi Lazar, how do we know Rabbi Lazar holds that the furthest it goes by holding is level two, not three? The Tanya. Rabbi Lazar Omer Shiloshtan Shavin, the the following three are equal in Dinim. Harishon Shibakodesh Vishbiholim Vishbitruma, the top level in Kodesh Hulin and Truma, if they they make others Tame. However, Metamesh Naim Posel Echad Bekodesh, by Kodesh, if it's a level one Tuma, it makes two after it, it makes a level two, it makes a level three Tame, and level four is Pasul, Posel Echad, that makes a, that makes the last one Pasul. Now, when it comes to truma, the next one becomes tame. It means it can make the number three tame. However, number three is pasul, meaning it itself is tame. It cannot make another thing tame. And baholin, level one, makes a level two, but that's it. That's where it stops. So here you have it clear as day that baholin, it's a level two. That's the furthest it goes. Now, you have Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer is going to be talking about Hafrashat Halal. Now, in general, uh, Balabite, the regular person, has to give 124th, and the baker has to give 148th. And if it was Tameh by mistake, then you have to give 148th, because you're burning anyways, and we don't want to burn more uh, Kodesh. So therefore, we give it a small piece. However, if you did it on purpose, let's say it became Tameh on purpose, Hachamim say you have to give 124th, so this way... We punish uh, the person who's doing it on purpose. And Rabbi Lezer says, no, we're going to go even one step further. You're not going to take from the hala, from the dough that is tameh. You're going to give from the dough that is tahor. And watch. You take from the tahor one on the tameh. 
kitzad how do you do that? Remember, they have to be connected, or they have uh, they have to be in the same basket, they have to be in the same oven, something that shows that they're all connected. So how do you do that? So how you have shteisot, you have two doughs, a hatora, a hatemea, notel kede hala. You take a hafrashat hala from the tahor one, meisa shelohul mahalata from the one that you didn't give a hafrashat hala yet, and you take another piece from the, from there, venoten. You take less than a kabetza of the dough and you put it in the middle. So this way it's all touching each other. So the betza, the kabetza of tahor is touching the tameh dough. And now you could uh, take from something that is connected. Hachamim don't allow that. They don't want you taking from the tahor on the tameh. Rather you take from the tameh on itself. Vitanya, and we learned that uh, when, according to Rabbi Eliezer, you could put in the middle kabetza. It doesn't have to be less than a betza, it could even be betza. Now, sevaruha idi veidi be'isa rishona. Now, the rabbis thought to say the sebraita, which uh, Rabbi Eliezer says if, if it's kabetza or less kabetza, like we said before, we're talking about where the piece that is tameh, the dough that is tameh, is rishon tum'ah, and that's metameh, the middle piece, which is then touching the tahor piece, and since the, it's a rishon, and then the, the middle piece is a sheni, it's not going to make a shalishi. Vehulina tevulin lehala, and hulin that you didn't take out hafashat halayet, loke hala damu. They are not considered a hala. Their din is like regular hulin. And the idea is you have to be careful not to call it hala yet, because if you call it hala, then it does make a beltuma. And my love, Behaka Miflaga, isn't the machloket as follows between Rabila Ezra and Rabanadat, more Savar Rabila Ezra held, en sheni ose shelishi behulin, that when it comes to holding a level two cannot make a level three, and therefore you could put that that uh, that uh, piece in the middle, it could even be the size of a kabetza, it doesn't make a difference how big or small it is, and therefore the tameh piece, even if it makes the kabetza piece tameh, but that's it, that's where it finishes. Umor Savan Hachamim, who held that the middle piece has to be less than a kabetza, sheni osesh lishibahulin, that a two makes a three in hulin, and therefore it has to be smaller because any any food less than kabetza doesn't make the next thing tameh. And the Tanav, the Mishnah, who held that, Rebilehezer said, Rashi explains that's because the, because he'd rather not have to deal with Tum'ah, but if, but if you put a Kabetzah in Achanami, you're right, that Rebilehezer would agree. That's not Metameh. So uh, uh, the Gemara pushes everything away. Amar Av Mori, Bered Rav Kahana, no. Whether it's Rabbanan or Rabbi Eliezer, ancient, you also shall she be holding. No, a two doesn't make a three in holding. Vehacha be holding a tevulin the halaka miflagi over here. We're talking about a dough that are still tevil when it comes to halah, meaning they didn't take hafashat halah yet. More savar, a banana held its kihala, the moods considered hafashat halah, and therefore you, it's like a level of teruma. Halah is like teruma, right? That's part of the bracha. It's called the fish halah teruma. And since uh, that, you cannot uh, you cannot make it tameh on purpose, and therefore you can't take from the tehor one on the tameh one. Rather, you should take from the tameh one. Umor savar and the Israel lake It's not like hala, and therefore you could still take from the tehor and the tameh. You could put the betza in the middle. 
according to Rabbi Ezra, until you actually say that this is halah, it is not halah. So that's one way to look at the machloket. Or you could say, or you could say, according to everyone, uh, though that you didn't take hafashat halah yet, it's not considered like halah. When it comes to cholin, according to everyone, uh, two doesn't make a three. Over here, the machloket is, are you allowed to make cholin in Eretz Yisrael tameh? More savah, Rabbi Eliezer said, the fact that you could put that uh, that size of a kabetzah in the middle, you're allowed to make cholin tameh, even though we're in Eretz Yisrael, and that's in order to fix this uh, so we could get a frashat haladan. You're not allowed to cause cholin in Eretz Yisrael to become tameh. And that's why you can't take from the hor and tameh, you can't put anything in the middle, just uh, no, take from the tameh on the tameh. But here you have it, according to both of them, a shini does not make a shalishi in Hulin. Next, we learned in Mishnah, Bo Bayom Darash Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva said that there has to be outside of the Levim cities a thousand amam migrash, open area, and, two, and the border is two thousand amot. That's the Tchum Shabbat. And Rabbi Eliezer, the son of Rabbi Yosei said, as there's a thousand amma of open space and two thousand amot of, uh, of fields and planting area. Again, what's their machloket? Tehumin is deoraita. The concept of two thousand amot, a person's not allowed to carry two thousand amot out of the city. That entire concept, anything having to do with two thousand amot, the city has two thousand amot is from the Torah. Umor Savar and Rabbi Eliezer held the Rabbanan. It's only the Rabbanan, it's not a real Pasuk. And we also mentioned in the Mishnah when Bnei Israel said, As Yashir Moshe, they, according to Rabbi Akiva, they responded to Moshe like in Halel. He said one word, they said another word. And Rabbi Nehemiah said, No, it was like uh, Kriyat Shema, which they said a whole line and they said uh, Amen or something like that. And Tanu Rabbanan, Bo Bayom Darash, Rabbi Akiva, that there, Rabbi Akiva, Zarash, Bishash, Alu Yisrael, Bin Hayam, when they came up from the scene at Nuh, and they had a Mashira, they wanted to sing, Bechetzad, and Mashira had they sing, Ke Gadol, I'm going to create Alel. It's like uh, an, uh, the Gadol, uh, someone uh, someone uh, who's older, Hazan, who was reading the Halel, and they respond to him, the head of each parasha, meaning Moshe Amar Asher Lahashem, Vehen Omrim Asher Lahashem. Moshe Amar Kigaoga, Vehen Omrim, they say Asher Lahashem. Again, they go back to Asher Lahashem. Rabbi Ezra Benosha, Rabbi Yosegel, Liomer, no, it was Kekatan Hamakret Halel. It's like a katan, a young child reading the Halel for adults who don't know how to read. And they just respond to whatever he says. So let me read it for you, and you just repeat after me, sort of thing. So Moshe Amar Asher Lashem, Vehen Omri Nasher Lashem, Moshe Amar Kigaoga, Vehen Omri Kigaoga. Rabbi Nehemiah Omer, Kesofer Hapores Al Shema Bebeta Keneset. It would be like uh, the rabbi who teaches children in shul. He was usually in shul, and there would be a pores kriyat shema as if uh, people who come late to shul and you heard the people already read kriyat shema. One person says kadish baruch the first bracha, and they skip the kriyat shema, meaning they say uh, halfway things. So shehu potech tehillah, the the sofer would open up first. He would say the brachot, and then only machalav, and then everyone would say it together, uh, meaning the same way shema was said in unison. Same idea, Asher la Hashem, that whole as Hashem Moshe was said together, everyone just had Ruach HaKodesh and they all said the same words at the same time. 
Bemaika Miflage, what's the machloket between Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Leizer, and Rabbi Nehemiah? Rabbi Akiva Savar, what does the word Lemor mean? Amilta Kamaita, on whatever he said. So therefore, uh, when whatever they said, they went back to saying Ashia the Hashem. Now, what does the more mean? Every word they said, they just went and repeated after him. Everyone said it together. Moshe opened first, but then everyone said it together. And Tanura Banadarash when Benesel came up from the ocean, they wanted to sing. They sing. A little child who was on his mother's lap. And a child who was nursing from his mother. When they saw the Shekhinah, the baby uh, picked up his neck, vetinok shamat dad mipiv, and the and the baby stopped nursing. Ve'amru ze'edivan vehu. They said, "This is my God, and I'll praise Him." Shneimar mipiv olalim v'yonekim yisataoz. The greatness of Hashem was founded based on the mouth of children. And how do we know that even the fetuses in their mother's stomachs, even they sang We should all gather together and bless Hashem. What's a mekor is from the source. What's the source? It's talking about even in the, the stomach. And although it's parentheses, and we don't say the parentheses, um, but they couldn't see anything. That their mother's stomach were all of a sudden shown, and they were able to see it. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen Amen.